next on the 5 o'clock report. Snow and sleet accumulations through tonight. All of a sudden, just the winds came and the flags and fuzzies was going. I'm innocent. It doesn't matter who your family is, how prominent you are. No one's coming to save us. Now, let's go to the newsroom. More weekend winter fun. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. The weekend's getting off to a wintry start, especially in northern sections of the listening area. Heaviest snow and sleet accumulations through tonight. Six inches plus near Lake Ontario. An inch or less in western Pennsylvania. Generally one to six inches everywhere in between. That's our meteorologist Kevin Williams. His updated forecast just ahead. Much of the country experiencing wild weather of one sort or another. This lady survived a tornado in her Dallas suburb. All of a sudden, just the winds came and the flags and fuzzies was going, things of that nature, and it just was like a boom. It was on us. Those storms also brought twisters to Louisiana, along with golf ball-sized hail. Over 100,000 homes lost power. I'm innocent. That's disgraced South Carolina attorney Alec Murdoch maintaining his innocence as a judge sentenced him for the murders of his wife and son. In the murder of your wife, Maggie Murdoch, I sentence you for term of the rest of your natural life. Prosecutors say justice was done. It doesn't matter who your family is, how prominent you are. If you break the law, if you murder, then justice will be done in South Carolina. He added that prosecutors are still looking to bring charges against anyone who aided Murdoch in those and other crimes. Norfolk Southern Rail executives got an earful from residents in East Palestine, Ohio last night. I'm stuck. No one's coming to save us. The EPA says it's going to require Norfolk Southern to test for dioxins at the site of last month's derailment there. Dioxins are described by the World Health Organization as persistent environmental pollutants with highly toxic potential. The House Ethics Committee has a long list as it begins to investigate embattled freshman New York Congressman George Santos. And that list includes whether Santos engaged in unlawful activity during his 2022 congressional campaign and also if he failed to disclose properly information required on statements filed to the House of Representatives. Correspondent Caitlin Huey Burns. On Twitter, Santos says he's fully cooperating with the Ethics Committee but will have no further comment about that probe. Ukraine now. CBS's MTS Tayab reports on new military drills taking place on the Ukrainian border with Belarus, a key Russian ally. These drills on the northern front follow warnings the Kremlin is planning a renewed offensive in the spring. But in Ukraine's east, the fighting is only intensifying, with the town of Bakhmut now nearly all under Russia's control, making protecting the north an even higher priority. Meanwhile, the U.S. is helping Ukrainian military leaders prepare for the next phase of battle against Russia. War planning exercises in Germany right now. The multi-day tabletop exercises have been going at the army base in Wiesbaden, Germany, where Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman General Mark Miley visited on Thursday. Also today, two Kansas men charged with scheming to sell aviation equipment to Russia. Cyril Bayanovsky and Douglas Robertson owned and operated Canrus Trading Company, which supplied electronics installed in aircrafts to Russian companies and provided repair services for the equipment. The Justice Department says the men from Kansas broke U.S. export laws. The DOJ says the scheme was already illegal when it started in 2020, but was 
uncovered as the U.S. has cracked down on illegal exports to Russia since it invaded Ukraine a year ago. Stacy Lynn reporting. Back in the U.S., the state of Tennessee taking a stand on the proliferation of drag shows. Drag shows in Tennessee are banned from taking place in public or in front of children after the signing of a bill into law by Tennessee Republican Governor Bill Lee. It also threatens performers with a misdemeanor charge or a felony if it's a repeat offense. Other states are considering similar bills. CBS's Jennifer Kuyper. The CDC is warning parents to sterilize equipment used for both bottle and breastfeeding. Health officials reporting yesterday that testing revealed a baby boy died last year when he was infected with bacteria isolated from a breast pump used at home. A CDC expert in pediatric infectious diseases says it's critical to thoroughly wash, sanitize, and dry hands, equipment, and all surfaces before feeding a baby. Do you still mostly pay for things in cash? CBS's Deborah Rodriguez says you're in the minority. Wall Street Journal says more banks and businesses are getting rid of ATMs because fewer people are making withdrawals. A Federal Reserve study finds digital transactions jumped 12 percent at the start of the pandemic and haven't slowed down since. Now to the White House, a long overdue award ceremony there today as President Biden presented a Medal of Honor to retired Army Special Forces Colonel Paris Davis. Paris you are everything this medal means. I mean everything this medal means. And look, you're everything our generation aspired to be. You're everything our nation is at our best. Davis, one of the nation's first black special forces officers, was wounded several times and risked his life repeatedly to save several fellow Americans during an ambush in the Vietnam War. Also today, Biden's doctors disclosed that a small cancerous lesion was removed from his chest last month. Doctors say the basal cell carcinoma was small and completely removed, requiring no further treatment. And Wayne Shorter, one of the greats of jazz saxophone, has died. Shorter played alongside some of the greats from Miles Davis and Art Blakey to Santana and Steely Dan. CBS's Paul Renane. Shorter took home a dozen Grammy Awards for his work with groups such as Weather Report. He was 89. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, heading off illegal crossings at New York's northern border, honoring a fallen Buffalo firefighter, and some last-minute deals by area NHL teams on this trade deadline day. We'll have the recap for you. The call for tonight, cloudy. Snow heavy at times across western and central New York, mixing with or transitioning to sleet freezing rain and rain. Farther south, it's a wintry mix that tapers overnight. Low temperatures around 30 and breezy. On Saturday, the wintry mix goes back to snow with temperatures in the 30s. Mostly cloudy flurries on Sunday, 30s to near 40. Heaviest snow and sleet accumulations through tonight, 6 inches plus near Lake Ontario. An inch or less in western Pennsylvania, generally 1 to 6 inches everywhere in between. All right, thank you, Kevin. Now checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. 28 members of Congress have formed a new coalition to call on the administration to do more to thwart illegal drugs and human trafficking on the nation's northern border. New York Congressman Nick Langworthy telling a rally that drug cartels, which have grown rich at the Mexican border, are now looking for more by bringing illegal immigrants into the U.S. from Canada. We must do whatever we can to ensure that the problem at our northern border does not balloon to the crisis happening to the South. A country with no borders is not a country. The Northern Border Security Caucus quoted government statistics showing that in less than two years, northern border drug smuggling has mushroomed 600 percent. 
Border agents have encountered 16 times as many people crossing from Canada. The northern border group also includes Claudia Tenney of New York and Mike Kelly of Pennsylvania, who will co-chair that caucus. Eight homes in the Erie County town of Marilla evacuated for a time today after a fitting on a gas line blew, creating a potentially explosive situation. Thankfully, there was no fire or blast, and the all-clear was sounded again this afternoon after a national fuel contractor managed to cap the ruptured line. One worker near that fitting when it blew off was reportedly shaken up but otherwise uninjured. Buffalo will light its buildings in red this weekend to honor fallen firefighter Jason Arno. The 37-year-old father and husband killed while battling a four-alarm fire on Wednesday. He was a well-liked firefighter and I can just see his face and it's just that smile. Vince Ventresca with the Buffalo Firefighters Union. There was no question about his bravery. He was willing to sacrifice. No one's going to forget. No one's going to forget firefighter Jason Arno. Arno became trapped in a costume shop that caught fire in Buffalo's theater district. He was married just last summer. Funeral arrangements are still pending. A memorial to veterans and first responders was vandalized late Wednesday or early Thursday. Patriots and Heroes Park in Williamsville, New York, is the creation of well-known local restaurateur Russell Salvatore. Displays paying tribute to themes such as the Battle of the Bulge, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, and America, the Land We Love were damaged or destroyed along with flags and light fixtures. Salvatore tells WIVB the desecration of that park is sickening. I'm sick. I'm sick. I want to cry. Everything has to do with veterans. We got the largest flag, 30 by 60 flying in America in the park. It belongs for the community. People come in here and sit in the afternoon and it's our pride and joy for the restaurant. Salvatore says he's working with police to see if surveillance video might yield clues to the identity of those vandals. New York will soon be home to more marijuana stores. The Cannabis Control Board doubling the number of pot dispensaries it will allow to operate in the Empire State. There's still many qualified individuals who can make the most of this opportunity. Cannabis Control Board Executive Director Chris Alexander. So in recognition of this strong pool of applicants, we're excited now so we're expanding the card program to 300 licensees. Because of a lawsuit, pot shops are still illegal in the Finger Lakes region, central New York, western New York, Brooklyn, and the Mid-Hudson Valley. Critics contend the commercialization of marijuana will lead to an increase in crime and increase the risk for drugged driving. And give me a J. A prominent change to the Syracuse skyline completed today as crews installed the giant letter J for the new JMA wireless dome sign atop the Syracuse University Stadium, now bearing that sponsor's name. The Central New York-based company signed a 10-year naming rights deal for the facility last year. Might take some time for Syracuse sports fans to embrace it, though. Since it opened in 1980, it's been known as the Carrier Dome, or simply the Dome. Pennsylvania, the health of Senator John Fetterman continues to be on the minds of many in the Commonwealth. Many of us had questions about whether John Fetterman was capable of serving a term before he was elected. And now what has happened since then certainly raises questions as to whether he can continue as a United States senator. That's Michael Gere with the Pennsylvania Family Institute. The reason why Democrats want him to hold on to that seat and to stay in for the full six-year term, even if he's incapable of actually doing it physically, is because if he steps down and Governor Shapiro gets to name a replacement, that replacement is just temporary. Fetterman is receiving treatment for clinical depression related to a stroke he suffered last year. Pennsylvania politicians are mulling over a new bill that would amend the state's automobile lemon law. Specifically, the bill seeks to redefine the term new motor vehicle and add definitions for dual 
sport motorcycle and motorcycle. The proposed changes would impact how manufacturers are required to repair or replace vehicles that are found to have nonconformities or defects that substantially impair their use, value, or safety. The bill would also establish new rules for determining when a reasonable number of attempts have been made to correct a nonconformity. Terry Diener, Family Life News. Uh, thank you, Terry. And the NHL trade deadline has come and gone for another year. Last day deals, the Buffalo Sabres acquired left-wing Jordan Greenway from Minnesota for a couple of draft picks and defenseman Austin Strand for Anaheim D-man Chase Prisky. The Pittsburgh Penguins snagged defenseman Dmitry Kulikov from Anaheim for winger Brock McGinn and a third-round pick, as well as winger Nick Bonino for a pair of picks. And the Flyers swapped right-wing Zach McEwen for left-wing Brendan Lemieux and a late-round pick, and sent center Patrick Brown to Ottawa for a sixth-round pick. Let the cup craziness resume. All right, your nightly market report is up next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks trading sharply higher today on the final trading session of the week. That is U.S. services sector data released indicated an expansion for a second straight month in February. Crude oil increasing over 2% today as oil approaches $80 a barrel. The Dow was up 387 points, the Nasdaq gaining 226, and the S&P 500 adding 64. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Thank you, Dave. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. What motivates you? Trust or faith in God or fear of things you can't control? Hi, I'm Rob West with today's Faith and Finance Minute. Maybe you're afraid God won't live up to his end of the bargain. Fear causes us to do things that indicate a lack of trust in God, especially with money. It can lead to hoarding and a lack of generosity. But the opposite of fear is faith. If you're experiencing fear with your finances, ask the Lord to increase your trust in Him. Hebrews 11.6 says it this way, God is a rewarder of those who seek Him. So seek God in His Word, which repeatedly tells us that God will not only meet our needs, but He will give us the desires of our hearts, as long as they match up with His will for us. Discover the best Christian financial articles, podcasts, and videos by visiting our website, faithfi.com, or by downloading FaithFi, Faith and Finance, from your app store. All right, coming up on the 5 o'clock report, the National Park Service bears its sense of humor on social media. I have had it, boo-boo. How come, Yogi? Every day it's the same old thing. Look at the bears, look at the bears, look at the bears. The storm system that earlier in the week buried portions of the west and snow is coming east. It'll be ours to deal with tonight and tomorrow. For a time this evening, the snow will fall hard in parts of western and central New York and roads will rapidly slicken. Travelers, please be prepared for winter driving conditions. But ultimately, it'll be a mix of conditions across the area as we head in through the overnight hours into your Saturday. The call for tonight, cloudy. Snow heavy at times across western and central New York. Mixing with or transitioning to sleet freezing rain and rain. Farther south, it's a winter mix that tapers overnight. Low temperatures around 30 and breezy. On Saturday, the wintry mix goes back to snow with temperatures in the 30s. Mostly cloudy flurries on Sunday, 30s to near 40. Heaviest snow and sleet accumulations through tonight, 6 inches plus near Lake Ontario. An inch or less in western Pennsylvania, generally 1 to 6 inches everywhere in between. Uh, quite a mess. Alright, thank you very much, Kevin Williams. Finally at 5, there you are in the woods with a friend when... 
Yike, it's a bear. So what do you do? The National Park Service gave what we hope is some tongue-in-cheek advice on their official Twitter account. Says NPS, quoting here, never push a slower friend down. Feeding another human to a bear is never the answer, even if you feel the friendship has run its course. Well, that's pretty funny on its own, but then came the inevitable snarky replies. One person asked, well, what should I do if I'm the slower friend? To which NPS replied, check in on the friendship before you head to the woods. Asked another, okay, but what if the bear looks really hungry? Don't they deserve a little snack now and then? And wondered another, what if your friend is Usain Bolt? Do you never venture into the woods? And finally queried another, what if they consider me a friend, but I just consider them an acquaintance? Then is it okay to push them in front of the bear? Just asking for an acquaintance. All very, very good questions. Stop bears. Stop bears. That's the grisly world we live in for Friday, March 3rd, 2023. Thank you again for joining us. Have a blessed weekend. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.